Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Nearly, nearly, nearly. Six is where we finished last year. We're fifth now. 20 games undefeated, so why is my head hurting me? Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. Welcome to the Manchester United podcast. At with me, Eddie Nesta, at sitting opposite, like some kind of funny advert where two old men sit and have a moan. Dan Riley, how are you, Dan? I'm good, Eddie, I'm good. I, I, I like you, you, you're second only, really, to our dog walker as the most cynical person ever <laughs> to appear on this podcast. So I, I, I just can't uh, wait Look, we were, we were here but a week or so ago thinking that three victories were absolutely necessary and indeed possible. Jose Mourinho said three more victories from the 12 or so that we've had and our position would be completely different. Never has a man spoken the truth more than that. Yeah, didn't quite turn out that way, unfortunately. Um, it's, it's kind of, I think that I was thinking about the season earlier and, and trying to sort of work it out and I think that the season has become a, 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 a more cautious season for the fact that I think that as the longer it's gone on the more we're thinking that the Europa League is our way to the fourth spot and, and by the fourth spot I think it's more about attracting players is the importance of this fourth spot almost the the playing in it is almost a secondary thing if that makes sense and I think that Jose is concentrating on the defence because if you need to win a cup a bad half of football will lose you you'll go out of that tournament and I think we're, we're, we've got so cautious because I think he's he's getting the mindset of do not we must get to the final of the Europa League right that said Sure, and we'll talk about Sure, those mind I've games. Got some, I've got some uh, things. Sure, sure, sure. But I think he's in the shop window personally, mm. but we'll get your thoughts because you ain't going to sell him unless you stick him in the shop window, right? Sure and Damian playing as opposed to Tito and Young, that was a makeshift defence 
to hold the Premier League mm. when actually when we're playing in the Big Cup for us now the Europa Cup he'll he'll play uh, Valencia and Young do you think I I think it'll I think he'll mix it up a bit I I don't think he's completely given up the fourth spot I think that the the way things go in this league it it is so we've said it before the league is so um uh, so level now. I mean, we talk about Sunderland and Sunderland being a gimme almost. It is the only game really at the moment I think you could say is the game you could win. Any of those other teams at the bottom at the moment, you wouldn't really want to maybe play them. No. Um, because they will give you a game. So I think that the other teams competing with us for the fourth spot are also going to drop points. Points will be dropped. We are going to play them. I think... I think he's still he still thinks there's a slim chance, but I think he's more he's more erring towards the Europa League. Well, it's practicalities, and 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 even and but it's kind of it is a kind of risky strategy. I sort of think the maverick in him is almost enjoying that strategy in a sort of perverse way um, because I think Mourinho likes to do that. I think he's someone who likes to to test himself. He's under less pressure than Guardiola. He's under less pressure than Klopp. He's under less pressure than Arsene Wenger. If Klopp doesn't get top four this year, he's got a problem. They're going to start looking at him. Mm. And actually, they've done amazingly well against the big teams. It's the little teams where where they've messed up. I'm, I'm not sure. I think as a manager of Manchester United, you're always under intense scrutiny and pressure. I think that we know that after the last two managers, Mourinho, they, he kind of knows he's in a, more secure position yes. because they're not going to sack him. And he's won something. Again. And he's and he's 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 Mourinho, you know. And for all the for all this, you know, it's not been a great season. But he could still end up two trophies. We could end up top four. But I think that there's a there's a pragmatism that that is Mourinho is about. Um, and I think that that pragmatism versus teams that aren't necessarily coming to attack anymore at Old Trafford. There was a period where people sort of saw us as a, yeah, we can go to Old Trafford and, and, and get a point. By, by kind of making us more solid and, and, a, and, a, and, a, more, um, and a better side than we have been, arguably, under Van Hall, Van Hall, yes. then teams are now more reluctant. The, the case in point was West Brom, where it was a real... Well, they, oh, never, they, were never gonna come. they were never, they were never going to come forward. Come on, you knew that. No, but as we know, our problem is if we play park the bus teams, we don't really have it. I don't think we've got enough players in this current squad to break those lines. You say that, but but the, the player that scored more goals for us this season than any other player wasn't playing in said game. Yes. So, I mean, it was always going to be a challenge because up until then, Rashford hadn't scored very many goals. Mm. Uh, y- you've got your most expensive player not playing in the game, your box-to-box midfielder, your captain's not playing in that game. It was always going to be as boring and as horrible as it was, if we're honest. The, the, the games where most of the draws that we've got, I would call victory draws, in that mm. we, fe- we were in the lead... And they've equalised against us. Mm. It wasn't that way against Everton. In fact, I think we did to Everton what they did to us yeah. the first time around. And the Everton game, the Everton game is one of those games that I think is 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 a real. It's a real. There there are many 
there are many performances in um, there have were many performances under our championship winning seasons that were really kind of regulation boring games where you end up winning one or two nil there's nothing really to write home about literally however now when those games become draws I think they are they're highlighted as poor performances when I don't think the Everton performance was particularly poor. No, they're good too. If Ibra, if and if it's if, if Ibrahimovic's goal is 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 given, yeah, we kind of have twenty minutes to, or possibly longer. I can't remember exactly when it was to try and get get a winner. The I do think though the inescapable truth is that we don't really. There's not enough diversity in the way we and 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 you can't um, have Fellaini in a team if you want to play no the way and there's you just play. we're a little just, bit we're, we're we seem to be a little bit one way yeah. and it does it does get a little bit yeah but, but that's why I'm suggesting you know that he's holding those boys back young and Valencia for more exciting games they're wing backs yeah. effectively now who push forward and they might not be top 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 draw but it's certainly I think I think Valencia's been I think Valencia's been been excellent this season I think Young has been actually was strangely underused in the earlier part of the season I think Young has always been a very very a very very a, a good sort of seven and a half yeah. out of ten job. man done a job um, he clearly relishes playing for United he kind of knows maybe this is it you know it could be at any time it could be it's downhill from here he's, go, he's going anybody. somewhere else yeah. absolutely um, and I think, yeah, I think probably those two boys will be um, playing Andalek. Yeah, for experience as well. Um, but interestingly, we're, we're, it, it's very interesting what's happening with the squad at the moment. OK, so let's, let's, let's look at the squad. Let's start at the back, shall we? Luke Shaw. Now, as a main... I, I don't know, some people think it's a weird kind of mind game. I don't know if it's that complicated. I'm sure you've got your own theory. Mine is... He broke his leg. He doesn't fancy him. He doesn't think he's particularly bright. He knows he can get a few quid for him. He could have bought him the kid at 18 for 30 million when he was at Chelsea. He said at the time it would destabilise my squad. I think he is going to be sold to get some money in in order mm. to buy another player. What's your take on it? I it's, a weird, it's a strange one. There's, there's rumour that he... I, there's rumour that you know he upset Jose for not signing for him when Jose was trying to get him for Chelsea when, when we were trying to sign him and that um, and that uh, Shaw was desperate to join Chelsea from a family of Chelsea fans etc um, I don't know whether there's been any sort of grudge there's talk of grudges etc I don't think so I just think that after the injury from all accounts Shaw wasn't really um, knuckling down and, and getting down to it and, and I think that's possibly a consequence of being a young man he's still a teen he was still a teenager when that happened people kind of forget that very young you know if you imagine that happening to you at a young age it would you know mess you up a little bit yeah I think he's kind of not quite sorted himself out I think maybe he was guilty of feeling sorry for himself a bit which is kind of understandable I don't know now whether the Mourinho treatment is a complete I'm going to go for the total stick the, you know the harshest stick as far away from the carrot as you can go just to see whether or not I can get a player out well you do it once you do it once he he has effectively fired the shot that has ended up with a penalty that mm. has meant Zlatan 
has got us the, pe- the equaliser. Mm, of course. A- yeah. And then Mourinho comes out and instead of going, what a fantastic response from a young player to my harsh words, he's gone, he was playing with my brain. But, but I think, Eddie, there might be, it might be a, he feels that he needs to beat the stick several times in order to, to oh, come on the point. Uh, you, you, you got kids? I'll, I'll tell my child off. If I see my child trying, right, on the basis of what I've said to him, Dan, I've got to recognise his effort. It's not like I can go, uh, you didn't do that, you didn't do that. Mm. If I can see him trying, or her, mm. then I've got to recognise that. Here's a guy who's crossed the ball that's caught us the equaliser. It was goalward bound. And he's gone, he was playing with my brain. <laughs> I, I mean, I just think there is a possibility. <laughs> he's, I think he's really... <laughs> Because if he wasn't, if he wasn't um, interested in Shaw, and if he wasn't interested in him making a long-term impact at United, maybe he would have just said, oh, you know, well done, he's come back in. Because I don't really see how that the, the further stick approach is going to in any way make him a, a sale. I think as well, the, the problem with potentially selling Shaw is that um, at the moment he's not really worth much because of because he's not really done enough and and I think you get twenty million back for him. I'm not sure he's, you he's would at the it, moment. What, 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 what did Eddie. he get? He got for the boy that he bought from Southampton. He sold to Everton. He's got his money back. There. Yeah, he's done his business with Schweinsteiger. He's got rid of both of them. In terms of how he does mm. his business in the market, he did it brilliantly at Chelsea. Yeah, he got how much for uh, Louise David Louise forty million or whatever. Yeah. And, and and he he can't just go out and buy Griezmann well, for eighty million pounds without <clears throat> selling somebody. Somebody's got. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I think there's still a chance, and I, and I and I say this with my most pessimistic, sorry, optimistic <laughs> hat on. I think there's still a chance that that Mourinho recognises that the Shaw that was playing before the injury was a very, 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 very good prospect. And I think he might be giving him, he might now give him to the end of the season. It'll be interesting to see how often he plays. Um, Gives him a pre-season and then maybe decides he's going to give him the pre-season. He's still got till the end of August if he wants to trim him. The thing is, at the moment, there's not much else at left back in our squad. That's the problem. So does it mean, and, and there is so much other housekeeping to be done in that squad I wonder whether is he think is he going to see the, the replacement of Shaw does he now see that he has to rehabilitate Shaw because he thinks I've got five other places to be fixed and maybe he sees Shaw and Darmian as good enough as his left back cover well, on, 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 on the, for next season well he's got Fosso Mensu on the other side and there's Fosso Mensu uh, you know, and Valencia well, well I mean we'll see it's, we'll it's, see. Certainly, I mean, it's certainly odd what, what about the idea that actually he's no good with kids he's no good with emerging talent he's good with a talent uh, that buys into him being the greatest he's good with older developed proved talent Rashford not not developed really under him uh, uh, at all. No, I mean uh, I, I, think, I know the boy Lingard's got a new contract. Fosamensu hasn't developed think, under him. At I all. think Lingard is a player that Mourinho, the type of player that Mourinho really likes, because I think Lingard is a very um, 
unselfish player, um, is clearly clearly well liked among the squad. So, and, I think, and I think it's, I think people just like it. I think you know hundred grand a week. He's some Eddie. It's it's. I think it's. I think it's absolutely. But he's going to be a squad player. He's never going. He's never going to be in your first eleven. They're, they're he's a already squad playing player. that to Phil Jones, Eddie, and Phil Jones can't even get himself fit for for three games on the trot. I think Lingard's taken a lot of unnecessary stick this week. He's not the greatest player in the world, but you have to have players of his type. No, I get that. But what squad. I'm saying to you is Lingard. Rashford we've already talked about Shaw and Martial who was our saviour last year I think right? Ma- so I think those Martial, are the young players Martial and Rashford um, second season is always a very very strange season I, I think there's the expectation levels on Rashford are, are, are hugely high I mean th- we talked about it last season when when we were talking about how he would fit into the squad this season and I think there was a there was a real um, a naivety among some fans that he should just be starting every game. And I think as 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 his performances have shown this season, he's he's a very good player, but he's he's still he's still a lot yeah, to do. Well, Dan, it, it might be confidence, and you don't get confidence uh, playing behind Zlatan all the time. I think though, if I think body language is is. Is quite key, and when you watch the kids, the, the, the guys, the kids, and when when he scored yesterday, yeah, I think there was a real there, yeah, they, you, they were happy for him. You could, they and, were, and, definitely, you know, definitely, and he was happy. What Zlatan had tried to get him to score before when it was easier yeah. for him to shoot. Yeah. So there's because I need to talk about Zlatan, yeah. yes. and there's so many other things yes. to talk about. So let's, so sorry. Let's get on absolutely. to Zlatan. I read a really interesting. Uh, uh, article and I, I want to tell you who wrote it and please forgive me and in and amongst the you know I had thought I was going to be saying to you has ever a player been more powerful in a unit here's a guy who will score 30 goals this season first player since we were playing under Sir Alex to score 20 goals a season you see the difference talisman confidence swagger you know everything that you've ever wanted and I read this article that said he's 36 years old will be next October or whatever it is are you really telling me he's not going to play second fiddle to Griezmann whoever comes in he is the main man Mm. he's not coming to sit on a bench to be rested if he's fit he's going to want to play and you're going to say to me that another year for Rashford another year for Martial and possibly this new striker that's going to come in is going to it's not going to work so the argument was and I'll put it to you let Zlatan go. Mm. Let Zlatan go and let let a team... You can't build a team around a man who is 36. He is not the future of Manchester United. I, I don't even see him... This year, he's not even been rested on the bench and come as an impact player. Mm. He's played every single minute of every single game he can play. What do you think to that? It's, just, it's, it's a kind of... It's a strange one, isn't it? It's that, it's that conundrum of... Um, you know, is it you're cutting off your nose to spite your face? But maybe you, maybe you, you might get a prettier nose. Um, that's not. There's absolutely no comment about Zlatan's notoriously large hooter himself. Um, it's a great I, argument. Are you, what, I, what you want uh, sports journalists if, to do is to put arguments like but that. If, if Eddie, it depends who we're talking about replacing him. Now. 
I don't. I I just don't see at the moment enough that you can say Martial no. or Rashford or Lingard or Rooney no can replace. No. I mean Rooney. No, let's not go there. Um, the 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 talk of Griezmann is interesting, isn't it? Because there's this sort of like everyone says about oh Griezmann. Griezmann will will kind of you know, come in. It'll be it'll be great. It'll be this. It'll be, it, it needs a lot more than just a Griezmann. Yeah, I think, because we know that. And, we've and, got so, and so I think, but I think that the the reason the reason we are so fundamentally reliant upon his goals um, is because there aren't enough other players around that are chipping in with. The, the, the required amount Mkhitaryan and may, maybe will get there and Mata but he's been injured um, Lingard's got a few no one else really it's just no there's not else. enough goals and so that's why I think the, 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 there's this seemingly over-reliance on yeah but you Hummer. don't know which you already do know you don't know that no matter how good the player, you don't know that they're going to walk into the Premiership and be able no, to do it. But I think that what I'm saying, I suppose what I'm saying is, be careful what you wish for. Because we could say, yeah, let Zlatan go, we're getting Griezmann. Griezmann might take six months Absolutely. to find his feet Falcao. in the Premier League. Falcao, strangely, well, Falcao, Monaco did a great job because they sent him to United and Chelsea to rehabilitate him now, <laughs> now, <laughs> and pay his and wages. And, and now, now he seems to be absolutely oh, fine again. Absolutely monstrous. Um, but it's, I think that Zlatan, the question of Zlatan as the striker, I think is on its own and, and on a, as a single question is valid. But I don't think you can isolate it without talking about who are the other players that need to be brought in. Because I still think we are two attacking players short. But they've given, they've given Carrick another year contract. But the, I'm not so worried about... Yeah, but he needs service. Yeah, That's what I'm saying to you. This is what, he, needs, he, he, needs, he needs service. He needs runners. He yeah. needs runners. And, and I think that... That's that for me. There's talk of Douglas Costa. He's being is being um, talking about unhappy at Bayern. I thought. I mean, who's the boy at Real Madrid who, who was James uh, Rodriguez? Yes, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yes. Um, there's talk of him. Not. I mean, look. He's he's a player of obvious quality, and let's you know. But my point about the Zlatan thing, I guess what I'm trying to get to is. I think there's a lot. It's a lot more than just replacing his goal. But he doesn't he play. Se- what I'm saying to you mm. is, if you get another striker, yes, you're going to have to change the way you play. He is not going to sit on the bench. No, he is not going to play second fiddle, and he's not coming for money. He's coming for glory, mm. and he's increased his popularity, his wealth, his prestige, and his standing in the world game by what he's achieved. Mm. And therefore, he can talk about improving your ambition, but how do you do it? Well, I guess what you do is you put, you get two other really well, you get two other world-class players and you put them around him. And and if he's, if he's scoring 23 goals and look, put it like this, if he was, if it, Spurs are the same with Kane, pretty much. Spurs, yeah. Spurs have Kane but he's as their main man, of course. But what I mean is, 
if you can't get someone else to replace Latan next season, then I think you 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 go with Latan yeah. and you look who's the player the following season because let's face it, he's not going to get. I don't think his fitness is going to. It's not been an issue. Denigrate. It's not been an because issue. he's never been. He's like Sheringham. Sheringham played till he's thirty nine or something. Yeah. This guy, I think, could very possibly do the same. And it is his goals have been fantastic. Let's let's not you know let's let's. We, we would have been mid table. Well, we would have something. I mean, you know, I kind of had something this would have happened. Something would have happened, but it would have certainly been. I mean, if we would have been under. We'd if have been, been relying everything. on Rooney, we'd have been in trouble. Um, so I think what I'm trying to say is. Who are if if he could be replaced? Look, if you offered me Lewandowski for him, I'm I'm swapping him tomorrow. But I don't think we're going to get a Lewandowski. I'm still unsure about Griezmann I, as a player, Eddie. I'm not not as a Apparently player. Apparently, the deal is done. Well, I, I'm not so. I don't. Apparently, I don't, I don't, the deal I don't, is I don't, done. I'm not so. Okay, sure. Are there about, any other names you've got there? Yeah, I've got I've got another name for you, Go on. which just made me vomit <laughs> in my own mouth. Which is not a very pleasant experience. Go on. Ozil. Oh, God. Um, no, hell no. You, you know who I want? Can I tell you who I yes. want? Daddy. I'll tell you who I really want to play for Manchester United. Sanchez. Yes. I've proven in yes. the Premiership. Lukaku. Proven in the Premiership. Can do it. Yes. Why don't we go for it? But he sold him. He, didn't, he sold him from Chelsea, didn't he? I, He's not going to buy him back from Everton. They are guys who have done it. Yes. And they want, they want to move. Let's, yeah. let's get one of them in. They land running. Yeah. I, Sanchez, to me, I, I'm afraid my kind of, my sort of transfer merry-go-round head, I can see Hazard to Madrid, Sanchez to Chelsea. That's kind of what I can yeah. probably see happening. I, unfortunately, we should have bought Sanchez. We were trying to buy Sanchez when he left Udinese many years ago to go to Barcelona, and we missed it then. Um, I, I, it's there aren't that many. There aren't that many players at the moment that you could think who would really transform us. But you've got to get a play. One of the players he gets mm. has to be proven in the Premiership. I agree. So and that's, I mean, Bailly's done really, really well, and he's got a reputation for finding maybe another central defender, another holding midfielder. All these teams have done yeah. that. If you look at his first team at Chelsea, he had the wide boys running. The, you know what I mean? And we don't have. Well, he could. He could I mean, turn Rashford, Rashford, and Lingard into those. I boys. still think. I still think that possibly Mares could be a player that. I think it's decided to have a bit of a holiday like the rest of them this season. But Mares last season was absolutely electric. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. On Mares. Mm. Would Kante have been having a holiday? Would Kante have been playing like Vardy and Mares? You know the answer. Mm. The answer is no. Mm. He would have been in there doing his very best. Attitude. That's what's one of the things that you know you you know it better than me. Mourinho's yeah. going to want that, yeah. And and I just want that's why I'm so surprised that Ozil. Do you want him? Well, the no, I wouldn't. But <laughs> but Eddie, he did when when Ozil was at Madrid with with um, Mourinho. 
there was an outcry when they sold him yeah. to Real. Outcry from the players. I remember yeah. Ronaldo yeah. was yeah. absolutely livid. Couldn't turn down the forty million. He said, um, "I look. The thing is, you never know what may happen with when a player changes." and comes to a club you know when a player who you might think has been middling fair to middling at one club and goes to another club so if Mourinho decided that Ozil was the player I don't think it will happen then I would you'd I would, expect more from him than he's well, giving you I would, I would look you just I think what you say is you say look well let's see what can happen now I mean I don't I don't necessarily see it but I think what, the one I would really like to see would be Douglas Costa from um, Bayern. I think he's still only about 26. He is a phenomenal um, dribbler, wide player. Um, and he is, I think he's the type of player that we need at the moment. Let's look forward and elect. A great name from uh, European football. I think we... Uh, our record win in European football was against Anderlecht. I think we beat them 10-2 in on aggregate. aggregate, on aggregate, uh, on aggregate yeah, in, um, in one of their first um, European games. So there'll be a nice bit of um, nostalgia there. Yeah. I mean, people say, people seem to be saying the Europa League, well, United will just have to win the Europa League as if it's uh, a, a, some sort of given I mean we're only at the quarter final stage Do you, uh, is, there, is, there a che- is, is there a Chelsea left in there is there a Tottenham left in there it's not but just what, two of the sides we're going to play but but what what there might be in there and the, the, the banana skin is, is is if you have a bad half of football yeah. you can be out of that tournament you know and that's what I think as I spoke about earlier in the yeah. in the in the cast was that's why I think we are we are so um, <laughs> dour at the moment. I think he's 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 solidifying that way we play in order to um, to to make sure we do not exit that tournament. Um, I think it's um, it's a tie we should win, but as I say, I'm not. There's the the we've underestimated teams in Europe in this country. Far, far too often. European, you know, we've we've been no great shakes in Europe. Any no, any no, English no, teams in recent yeah, years. No, which is so, why, yeah, Leicester, the last team left in the Champions League. You know, so let's tell you all take, let's, let's give them the yep. respect they deserve. I think we will. Hopefully, we'll win. I think we will. Uh, listen, we're going to take a break now. When we come back, we'll have Robert's rant, and we'll also uh, have a chat about the would-be champions. Except they lost to Crystal Palace. So, does Jose have a chance to uh, get over that tonkin we took at their place? That's coming up in a few short minutes. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. 
such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back to the Manchester United Redcast, wherever you're listening. Thank you so much, uh, myself, Eddie Nesta and Dan Riley, uh, here with you. Uh, looking back at 12 draws, where we would have been had we won three of those, where we would have been if, I think, nine or ten of the times uh, Pogba has hit the bar or the post, if any of them had gone in, uh, and uh, where we would have been uh, if we'd had the young, sexy Wayne Rooney. So, ladies and gentlemen, here's Robert's rant. Let's be frank, I mean, this, uh, it, it was all very well uh, beating Sunderland at the weekend, as relieved as we are. They are they, at the end of the day, they are bottom of the league. If we haven't been able to beat Sunderland, then who, who, who can we beat? Um, the fact is, obviously, this week is a huge one for United, going away to Anderlecht, first of all. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the trophy we, we, we probably need now to get into the Champions League, because... Uh, current former suggested that Manchester United can they really topple the big guns the likes of Chelsea Manchester City in games games that they really need to win I think to get in the top four and right now you'd have to say United are going to have to markedly improve if they are going to beat that sort of team I think Jose's got a lot of work to do I remain sadly unconvinced at the moment the team is fit for purpose when it comes to that higher level and I wish and I hope pray that I'm proved wrong on Sunday the 16th of April when Chelsea come to Old Trafford. Right now I would say, in all honesty, hand on heart, that Chelsea are a better team than Manchester United in all number of uh, departments. Uh, But um, we can but hope, and I can hope that Jose will be fired up to turn over his old club and that somehow we can turn Old Trafford into a fortress again where we actually score goals. Do you remember those days? Uh, Time to look forward to now. Time to look forward now. Uh, it was hugely embarrassing. Uh, not in the FA Cup, actually, you know, beaten by a lovely girl from Kante. Uh, by the way, before we move on to Chelsea, we did not pay proper respect. I've got a message from Zlatan's agent. What a goal. You haven't mentioned it, you prats, once was the message, I think, in translation. <laughs> let's, pay, let's pay homage uh, to that goal he scored against Sunderland. Sexy as hell, wasn't it? Well, he's he, he's just he's just got it, you know. The guys, the guy has got that innate ability to know exactly where the goal. Is. There was nothing there. Yeah, there wasn't a goal there. No, he just he just got it with his back turned. There wasn't a goal there, and and that's I suppose what. But makes that's him the, the man sense. Is, yeah. That's the sense. Knowing where you are, having that that that, that Paul Scholes used to talk about pictures in your head you know pictures of the pitch so there's that innate skill of being able to know exactly where you are in relation to the goal and so obviously you're taking a slight punt there's 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 a bit of that but you know Thierry Henry like wasn't it yeah back to back against goal nothing to defend look let's face it Eddie if you're talking about world class players at the club at the moment he's probably one of two 
I'd I'd still think Pogba was world class. Well, well, yeah, three and De Gea, three. But yeah, that's yeah. kind of you know that's yeah. kind of it. Yeah. Okay, so let's get on to Chelsea then. Uh, embarrassing. They scored the first goal, which made it really difficult because then we were always chasing the game. Uh, in the, at, at the stand, at, at the bridge. Yeah. Oh. Forget about the FA Cup for a yeah. second. And, and here was one: you can't park the bus, you can't do anything. You go after the game and you get smacked. It's embarrassing for everybody. You got to put that behind you and, and move on. Uh, if, if, if truth be told, I, I probably enjoyed us more away from home uh, than at the Theatre of Dream this year. Uh, it's got draw written all over it. I mean, Chelsea, you know. Not an irresistible force. Ch- uh, d- d- Crystal Palace beat them. Mm. It, I think. I think. The, the fact that it's, the fact that we're at home, the fact that, we're almost like, there's almost a bit like we've got to go for it now. Yeah. In, there's nothing in, to lose. There's it. nothing to there's lose. Nothing because to lose. because yeah. If, yeah. the only way to get that it's fourth spot hit. is to go and and win the game. If we win all our games, we come full. Yes, we beat Chelsea and Tottenham. So fourth, I'm, I'm trying to be yeah. glass half full. Well, I think right? I think Eddie, if we were third at the moment and we had this game, you play for the draw. You, you think well, we just we'll take the draw here. But because we can't, because we're we're, we're in fifth or sixth, I can't remember where we're fifth. I think we're fifth. just behind. Um, well, depending on how could, they depending do tonight. Depending on how Arsenal do yeah. tonight. So I think that 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 will actually make it quite, hopefully, quite a nice. Openish game to watch. Um, Chelsea are very mindful of the fact that they've got a game if, against Tottenham. If they it? do lose against us, yeah. it does become yeah. quite interesting. So maybe you might actually find that it's Chelsea that go there yeah. a little bit more cautious than us. But we shall see. I mean, it would be very. It would be very. Um, our, our friends at White Hart Lane would be most most overjoyed if we could manage to uh, inflict another defeat on Chelsea because it might. With will it be seven games to go, and Chelsea still facing uh, Tottenham, it might just raise the spectre of. The well, they're facing them in the FA Cup, aren't they? Sorry. Oh. They're facing them in the FA Cup. Right. They're in the semi-finals of the FA Cup. Of course, Cup. our last game of the season is the last ever game at the old White Hart Lane as well, which is which is going to be a uh, an interesting thing. It'd be nice if uh, we get the three, third three, spot and three-point lane. Top, you mean. Top and nick the lead. Three-point <laughs> <laughs> lane. It used to be. It used to, it used to be three goal lead, and then we come back and be. I think it's called. Let's, let's I think it's they're called, not Spursy anymore. No, are they? no, it's called. Let's get a draw, Lane. <laughs> <laughs> you look at it that way, right? Just just quickly before we wrap up. You look at it that way with the emerging young talent that Tottenham have, mm. the emerging young talent that Everton have, and the constant turnaround of ever-improving talent that Southampton have. This academy that produced those fantastic players in 1992 mm. is doing sweet FA. You know, Rashford's come through, I suppose, Lingard now. But apart from that, we're not, you know, it's not like but we're I turning think, them away, I think sometimes you have to think about... You, that that whole thing was was so it was so freakish. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. I mean, just interestingly, thinking of Tottenham's fullbacks, I I did hear Rose. We're I did hear in Rose. A, a, a Rose rumor, yeah. um, which which would be very interesting, um, because I think he is a another Mourinho type of player. He's hard working. 
hard working. Him and Walker, just awesome. Yeah. Although, they? although actually watching Spurs, just briefly on the Spurs thing, watching them yesterday, the lad they bought from Burnley was absolutely fantastic yesterday. Trippier, who came in as, as a right back. I mean, Spurs, as you say, just not Spurs anymore. It's kind of, kind of odd. Um, but I think... I've got. A, I've just got a feeling we might beat Chelsea. I don't. I don't know why. A lovely place to win. I've just got a feeling we might. We might beat them, and it might just make. Well, it could make um, our end of the season a lot sweeter. And I think for the neutrals, I mean that'll be that'll be a change, won't it? Because normally everyone would want to see Chelsea come and turn us over, um, but this week I think they'll all be um, they'll all be rooting for uh, for Jose. <laughs> And the boys. So let's hope we can um, get a win in Europe and then just, you know, a scabby... It <laughs> I say it'll be open, but it, I dare say it won't be high scoring um, because we do like to create chances but don't like to take them. Yeah. And it depends on injuries as well. Dan, absolutely fantastic, giving lots and lots of food for thought, uh, as always. I've got a feeling... I think that's uh, what we'll call this uh, podcast. Uh, and then the next time you come back, I'll remind you of that feeling uh, that you have. Uh, from Dan Riley and myself, uh, it's left to say, come on, you Reds. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.